Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lead and Love Survival Guide podcast. I am Emily McAllister. And I'm Sarah Matthews. And we are so glad you showed up today. We have another wonderful podcast. And last week, we were able to have Kim Giles come on the podcast and talk about how to communicate with family members who may have different belief systems. Today, we wanted to continue to talk a little bit about communication, and we want to offer you a tool that we feel like can be really helpful when you're having difficult discussions. We actually call this the four D's of difficult discussions. So to start off, to illustrate uh, what we wanted to share with you, I'm going to tell you a little story that happened around Thanksgiving. So we were in the van me, my kids, my spouse, we were in the van, we were going to Washington State, where Jason's family lives to have Thanksgiving. And that is about a 12 and a half hour of actual drive time between where I live and where they live. And so we come up with a lot of really, well, I don't know how creative it is, but we try to keep the kids occupied, uh, you know, through all kinds of different things. Well, at one point in time, we were listening to uh, one of my radio stations on just a streaming, you know, streaming app, streaming music app. And for a few songs in a row, it had been 90s country. <laughs> and then Garth Brooks came on with, you know, some, his most iconic, The Thunder Rolls. And so, you know, I start singing like I do and, and I hear my my eight-year-old pop up in the back seat and she goes, yeah, uh, can we skip this song? <laughs> and I was like, skip this song? This is Garth Brooks. I mean, 90s pop, 90s country. This was like the jams of my youth. You know, I've subjected <laughs> my children to these jams for years. And here she is asking to, to skip not just any 90s country star, but Garth Brooks, like the greatest <laughs> of all, right? And I was like, well, okay, but why do you want to, to skip it? This is Garth Brooks. I kind of, you know, metaphorically took out the dagger that she'd put in my heart. And, <laughs> and she was like, yeah, only mom, I don't really like 90s country. So I did what any great parent would do. And I... <laughs> Change the radio station from sometimes 90s country to all 90s country <laughs> all the time and blasted it out of the back of the van. Mm -hmm. um, not for the rest of the road trip, really just until the next exit where we were going to stop anyway, which was like two miles down the road. But I have thought a lot about this particular moment. Now, obviously, I don't really care if my kids like 90s country. They can choose to hate Garth Brooks. They can figure out whatever music of their childhood they are going to take with them and torment the next generation of Matthews with, they get to decide that. Um, I don't, I don't really care, but it started to get me kind of thinking and Emily and I've talked about this. What happens when those discussions come up, but not about country music, about really life changing, shattering events. You know, some of those things might be, Instead of mom, I don't like country music. Maybe that's something more like mom, I'm gay. Yeah. Or mom, I'm having thoughts of killing myself. Mm -hmm. Or 
you know, my friend or my aunt or whoever, whoever these people may be in your life, I don't think I was born the correct gender or, you know, I feel like I have no value and no future. All of a sudden, or maybe it's even, I I have an addiction. I, I, you know, I start, I've started using drugs. I can't get off. There's all these different scenarios in which you may find yourself all of the sudden plunged into some really deep and difficult conversations, whether you're ready for them or not. And these are much more realistically, you know, earth shattering moments than, than it just being not liking Garth Brooks. These really are moments where we may feel like there is a dagger and life or death situations at play. Yeah, for sure. I remember when you told me that, and yes, we're going to get into the difficult discussions, but I had a child tell me that they didn't like Van Halen, and I'm sorry, but whoa, that was really hard. (laughs) I feel like I failed you as a parent, so I know. And I think that's what, that leads into that first D for us. Right. Like we're, we're joking a little, I'm a little bit joking. (laughs) It was really painful for me. Um, I'm sorry, Eddie Van Halen. It's just, however, it is a little bit of that. It, it injures you a little bit because it's your something you like. Right. And then when we magnify that into expectations that we have for our child or, when we add in our own beliefs, or our own thoughts about what should be happening, we hate the word should, but that's really what comes up in right. these moments is our stuff. And so the very first D we want to talk about is dumping your stuff. So when we talk about our stuff, it is basically all of our preconceived ideas. It's all of our thoughts, our, our emotions, our concepts of something, it's all of our shoulds mm-hmm. that we hold inside of us. And it seems like a weird thing to do because really in that moment, we want to rise up and we want to use that to convince the other person why our stuff is good. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to dump your stuff. Now, this isn't a physical thing that you can just leave somewhere. So this can be a really visual thing that you do. It's a really intentional thing that I am not going to bring my preconceived ideas into this. So my into child, this discussion. Into this, this discussion. Moment. Yes. Right. It doesn't mean I'm not going to pick them up later, which I think is worth Noting, I'm going to have to examine those and figure out what I want to do with those in light of the information I get. Right. We've talked before about different conversations we've had with our kids. And for me, one of those that I've shared on here was the moment where my child told me that they did not believe in God. And in that moment, I really had to resist the urge to become, number one, an expert and share how this was the wrong decision or whatever, or to explain how so-and-so's friend or whatever 
got, went through a similar experience and let me tell you how they dealt with it. Look, everything's fine. I had to resist what the need to fix it in that mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. because in that moment I needed to be present and trying to listen to what this person stuff is. Right. I had to be focused on this person's stuff. For me, that was one of my children. And there there has been plenty of time for me to go back and get all of my stuff that I boxed up, phys- you know, visualizing a boxing that up and go through it and figure out where I was going to be on it. That moment is not the moment to dig through your own stuff. So dump your stuff, visualize that, take a breath. We've talked about that pause before. Take a pause. I'm going to focus on this child and I'm going to try and push all my stuff off to the side. Oftentimes when I go into challenging, I know I'm going to be with somebody that I kind of have a challenge with. Mm -hmm. I often will physically like before I walk through the door just be like I'm dumping all my stuff here (laughs) I'm dumping my fear whatever and I'm just going to show up in this moment so the first d again is dump your stuff and then that brings us to the second d and the second d of difficult discussions is declare your love and this is really important because of all the things that you will regret coming out of a difficult discussion, the things you say, you are never going to regret telling this person that you love them. Nope. You will never regret that moment. If you can put your arms around them and say, I love you. That is going to be one of the most powerful gifts you can give this person in the moment, because I guarantee you before they bring up this difficult discussion, they are in a lot of fear. They've already played out a thousand different ways that you can react in their mind before they bring this to you. They've, they've imagined rejection. They've imagined all of the possible scenarios that you can give. So what, what would this maybe sound like? And, and obviously everybody has to figure out what that's going to sound like, but, but something that it might sound like, it might sound like, wow, thank you so much for being brave enough to share that with me. I love you so much. And you and I are going to figure this out together. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, there is so much power in that. If they can walk away from a difficult, if the other person can walk away from a difficult discussion, feeling like they are loved unconditionally, there is so much power in what you can do going forward. Mm-hmm. from that moment. So the second D is going to be declare your love. And my favorite thing to say, I've practiced it in my head. <laughs> you can practice it too. It makes yep. these a lot easier. It does. What am I going to say when this happens? Mm-hmm. Not if, but when I have to have a difficult discussion, my favorite thing to say is thank you for trusting me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for trusting me with this thing that feels so heavy. And I, my kids have heard me say this so much. They hate it. (laughs) They hate, (laughs) love it. They love it. But they say, I've said, look, there's never going to be one thing you bring to me ever, ever, ever 
that's going to suddenly be the moment where I stop loving you ever. Right. It's just not going to happen. Like we may have to work some stuff out. Right. That, that looks different than I, I love you. Right. Right. So then the third D becomes, I think, a little bit more challenging. Because we've dumped our stuff, we've said that I love yous, we've declared that. Right. Now we get to discover what this actually means. And so we talked about this a couple episodes ago. We were talking about discovering our own emotions. Right. This is understanding and discovering with curiosity again. And we used that word before where this person is. Mm-hmm. And it's about asking questions and listening to understand. That can be challenging if you've still got some of your stuff with you. If I have an expectation, and I'm just going to use the example we started, or I used a few minutes ago with my son. If I have this expectation that he's going to do certain things in terms of our church culture, um, all the things, you know, that I... When he was born, I like envisioned for him, right? Yes. (laughs) If that is still present, I'm going to be defensive. Yeah. And what you said, Sarah, a minute ago, I really think is the key. This person that we love so much. And I think for me, these are the people that I would, I would step in front of a bus if it was coming for them. (laughs) I would do anything for my kids, right? Can I offer them curiosity? And that is this person who's come to me is telling me something that they have been dealing with for a long time. And they really are the expert in their own life. They've thought it through. It doesn't really matter what age they are. They have their own thoughts and fears. And so can I be curious about that? And what that might sound like or look like could be, could you tell me how you feel about that? What has been your experience as you have tried to figure this out? What are your fears? And it's really information gathering. One thing that we talk about a lot on the podcast is defining words so that we make mm-hmm. sure that we're all understanding things. And so I know yes. that that's one that... I've used a lot with, with discovering with curiosities is when you say this word or this statement, what does that really mean to you? Right. Because sometimes those connotations put me right back in the middle of that box of dumped stuff because I have connotations that may not be the same as mm-hmm. what this person's using. And that can be a really, um, that can be a really good one too, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, It may be even as simple as the repetitive question, tell me more about that. Mm -hmm. Because there may still be that emotion there. And if you can just try and stay focused on the purpose here is for me to understand where this person is. I'm going to figure out how I feel about it after. And recognizing this is a practice. This is not something you're going to master. Right. I think feel like I've had so many of these moments in my life, different people, different roles and relationships. And almost all, I, I, 
I wish I would have had this before. <laughs> I do so much better now. That's why we. I love this tool because I can just do the four things. I'm going to dump my stuff, declare my love, discover with curiosity. So that's our third one. Yeah. And it is so powerful when you really try to understand where the other person is. It is amazing the things that you will learn. Mm-hmm. And I think that brings us to our fourth D. Now we call this depend upon the Lord. I think it's been fairly obvious that Emily and I both kind of identify our creative force, our creator, the universe. We we tend to identify that as God or the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we call this depend upon the Lord. If that does not fit for you, you could say depend upon the good karma of the universe or whatever is kind of your thought of, of, of how the universe, your own intuition even mm-hmm. might be how you interpret this. But we really believe that, that God is present in everyone's life and that God is going to be present in these difficult discussions if you allow him to be mm-hmm. or her to be, however you, you define that, that space. But there's going to be these difficult discussions. Often we call them pivot points Mm -hmm. because a lot of times they can completely change the path that we're on. They become this crossroads, right? These moments and, and it may change the direction that we go moving forward And so there is a lot at stake sometimes in these discussions. But we also believe that there is a God that is invested in all of those difficult discussions and that he's going to help us know what to say when we go and pick back up our box, when that other person wanders off, he's going to help us sort through all of those preconceived notions, some of which may have been turned completely on their head by this interaction and, and we are going to depend upon the Lord in the universe to be, to conspire in our favor and to conspire in the favor of our loved one. Mm -hmm. And when you pick all of that, your stuff back up, we did an awesome podcast on how to deal with your emotions. Yes. (laughs) This is a great time to use that. Right. 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 It's number 17. So (laughs) do the four D's and then go back to that. So we want to just recap this for you, just so you have it in your brain. You're going to do the four D's. Somebody comes to you, that difficult discussion, and you're going to dump your stuff. You're going to put your stuff on hold, your feelings, your emotions, all of that, so you can be present. Then you're going to declare your love. You're going to let them know that love is this foundation that you're standing on and it is going to be the best foundation for whatever's coming. Then you're going to discover with curiosity, just discover what this person, where this person is not jumping in, not pre just tell me about that. I'm going to get curious. And that's not with blaming or shaming. That's curiosity. And the last one is depend upon the Lord. I love this one too, because one of the things we teach, one of the things that I believe is that life, this life I'm living is my perfect classroom. And when 
I can see this as my perfect classroom. I can depend on the lessons that I'm going to learn in the next few steps of whatever that difficult discussion brings. Man, they're going to be great ones. They're going to be, they may be hard and challenging. I'm not going to ever discount that, but I'm going to just say, okay, this is my perfect classroom. So we hope that these will help you to be successful when you find yourself faced with difficult discussions. For those of you who want to remember them and look at these, again, we're going to include a link in our show notes where you can access our four-day worksheet. And it has all these things available so that you can continue to process them and remember them as you move forward in those difficult discussions. Absolutely. We want to thank everyone to joining us today for our podcast. And this is our final podcast of season two, our second season. So for everyone that has been with us from the beginning, thank you. Um, We're going to be taking a couple months off because we have some very exciting things coming up. Um, Just to let you know what some of those things are. We have new coaching groups starting throughout the summer for both teens and adults that we are going to be starting at various times throughout the summer. So if you feel like coaching is something that you want to try, this is a great affordable option. It is much cheaper to do the group than it is to do individual. And we really try hard to structure our groups so that there are uh, you're able to co- connect with other people who may be facing some of the same things you are. I know that coming up we have uh, an LGBTQ plus teen group that we're going to be starting We have a parent of LGBTQ youth or young adults. So if you're a parent who is looking for ways to better connect with your youth, we have that coming up and starting this summer. And then we were also going to have a uh, LGBTQ plus group for adults that are part of that community that would like some additional tools to use and, you know, hopefully be able to meet some other people that really understand where you're at and be able to share and grow from one another. Um, If that sounds a little too intense for you, we also have a free event coming up on June 24th. That's a Friday. It's snow cones in the park with us. So if you would like to join us for that down at Sugar House Park in Salt Lake City, Utah, we are also going to be speaking at some upcoming events this summer. And so for more information on any of our summer activities, you can find and follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, at Lead with Love Coaching, or you can check out our website, leadwithlovecoaching.com, and we'll have more information for all of those upcoming activities. Otherwise, we will return at the end of the summer with hopefully more great podcasts, more great guests, and more content to share. Be sure to subscribe so you can be notified when that season three begins. And as always, tell your friends and family to check out the podcast. Hopefully it can bring them some great tools to use too plenty of time in the next couple of months to binge the first two seasons and get all caught up before we start season three. So sharing is caring after all, bringing your family and friends into these, into these tools is a, is a great way to show them that you love them. And as always, remember to survive and thrive by leading with love and walking fearlessly.